it's Tracy, and it is time for another episode, a chat episode of Truth, Lies, and Cover-Ups with super producer Alex. How are you? Hey, Tracy. Thanks for having me. I'm doing well. I'm always excited to talk to you. I need to hear from, because we haven't recorded in what, two, three weeks? It's been more than that. We took July a little bit off. I was out of town. Yeah, we kind of did. And, you know, I found plenty of things to putter around with, including hanging myself from a pull-up bar accidentally. But uh, that's a different story. We'll come back to that. What I need to hear from you right now is what in the last, let's say, since the last recording episode, is the biggest screw-up you made? Like, that Tracy is a total buffoon. What the hell was I thinking when I backed my car over my own foot? Oh, no, I didn't back my car. I don't yeah, know. Be really Are you alluding to, to something? Did I make No, it? I'm really not. I'm just oh. wondering what's there because I, I know that you wanted to get on board and do some recording and maybe do a chat episode between the two of us, which I'm on board for. But I know that the bulk of the topics of that are going to involve what stupidity Alex has gotten himself into this week. <laughs> so before we delve into something. just cut, kind of, see what I mean right there? <laughs> I thought we would open up with a little bit of stupidity from Tracy. Let's have it. What have I done? Your I mom got, oh, has been in town. This? I went to Surely she no. Your mom was all over you about something in the last few days. What was? No, it? no, no. My mom came for a visit, and it was the best visit we've had in years. But surely she found something that you were doing wrong that she needed to tell you about. What is it? Uh, well, she told me I had too much food in the refrigerator, and I told her that was because she was coming, and some of the food was for her. And her <laughs> reply to that is. She didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> no. Which kind of leaves you wondering what if you did it wrong. No, we had a great visit. Mom was very well behaved. We, she came up. Um, we went to the Dixie Chicks concert. Oh yeah, at Red Rocks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, down at Red Rocks. How was that? It was really good. It was really good. Um, there was, was that a stand up concert or a sit down concert? It was a stand up concert, but the people around us were sitting down, and mom, mom's not. She can't stand for all sure. that time and so uh we were able to sit and had an awesome view still now you didn't have pop come along with mama no dad didn't come mm -mm. how is that how does that make the visit different does is mom a little different or is the overall character of the visit different? uh yeah it's a little it's a little different um dad you know well he he likes his he watches a lot of fox news I noticed that I was not getting any Liberty Alerts, and I yeah. knew there was something wrong. Yeah, Dad really likes Liberty Alerts. Um, Such as? Uh, anything on Fox News, you name it. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes he's really proud of himself because he'll get on the websites that um, Fox News looks at to report. And so he's like ahead of Fox News. He really likes that. Oh, so he knows what's going on on Fox News before Fox News knows. Yes, yes. That's a right. step ahead. Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. definitely accelerated his game. Do you think... You think he's on top of the Alex Jones situation from yesterday? I imagine so. So the Alex Jones, and I need to talk to you about this. So Alex Jones is, um, I, I guess he's a radio host because the article I read was a little bit incomplete. I'm like, why is this guy doing libel? And what does he have to, why does it, would he pay anybody? Do you anything? not know who Alex Jones is? I don't, I, I don't like radio where they say dumb stuff and yell at you a lot. Well, here's the thing. First of all, he's not broadcast radio. He may have, I think he may have had a, you know, some foundation in broadcast radio, mm -hmm. but, uh, but no, he has his own podcasts. Uh, they were hosted on YouTube and Facebook and Apple and all these other things, but it's a video podcast okay. and it's, uh, and, and oh, what is the name of it? I just, I don't know. 
Truth Matters or I forget what it's called, but it's what it's just an ultra right wing conspiracy based uh, podcast about how the government is is putting frog poison into the water that's going to turn everybody gay. So it's that kind of stuff. But in the meantime, after he tells you about all the terrible things going on in the world that the government is hiding from you and how Hillary is coming for uh, your, your babies and I don't know whatever else he's going to go off about. Or in this particular case, um, how the Sandy Hook shooting mm-hmm. of all the kids and faculty up there uh, was a complete hoax. Well, that's was, what he said. And so that's what he said. So he did this on his podcast and his uh-huh. video logs and all these things and, and did it multiple, multiple times. And he insisted this for several years that it was all just a big fraud being perpetrated, being perpetrated by the left onto, you know, him or well, whomever well, for, else for gun rights purposes. Yeah, yeah basically mm-hmm. to to um, accelerate the uh, the gun control agenda of the yeah. left, if you will. Uh-huh. And as soon as he's done ranting and raving about that, because that's his claim to fame, is he gets on on camera and gets extraordinarily angry and yells and screams and looks like he's about to bust out of his skin completely. And then he transitions into, I've got some great supplements to sell you. And you need this product and this product and this. And here are these pre-made meals that when the government takes, you know, takes over and crushes the economy and everybody's starving, you'll have your pre-made food. So at one point he is, he brings in serious revenue for that. And it came up in one of his court cases that he, uh, he had a single day with 800,000 in revenue. Now, but okay. So let's, why does it matter if he says why would he owe the parents anything if he says that the Sandy Hook is a hoax? I don't I don't get that. What's the legal basis on that? Defamation. So it's, uh, Defamation. you know, libel and slander, uh, slander which are basically who? So of the parents uh, of the parents. So uh, so, yeah, libel is is uh, did he get that specific, like to name the parents. He He did. He did. Yeah, he said oh. that they were all actors, crisis actors. I, I don't know if he was using their names specifically, but he may very well have been because a lot of this circulated around the family of one child whom uh. he said didn't exist and that the, the parents were simply paid what he called crisis actors. Okay. And he pushed that narrative for a long time, along with a whole bunch of other BS narratives. That's just what he does. And it excites his crowd. They get all fired up and they buy things from him and send him a bunch of money. And that's the whole plan. And well, I'm glad that he lost his court case. Then. I, well, I, here's I the thing. He that. lost by default. He didn't well, show up for his court. Well, that case. was the first one. But then this latest one, he did decide to come. Yeah. So let's back up just a second. He got sued for uh, for in this case, slander, I suppose it was. OK, but basically character defamation of the parents and the children that were killed. And so the parents were suing on behalf of their kids, but basically defamed these people by uh, by publicly claiming to a large crowd that they were actors and that they did not actually have children and their kids didn't exist and that this was all just a big scam. And in light of uh, or in the face of all sorts of uh, contradictory evidence, he still stuck to the story like so many people do with this information. People like him and Rush Limbaugh, not a fan. I got to tell you, I just not a fan. So you cannot intentionally broadcast uh, or, or put out there disinformation that might uh, negatively affect somebody's character in in the eyes of the general public. And that's basically what he did here. Mm -hmm. And so he's been sued by a handful of different families, as well as his company and the several spinoff companies that come from his company. So uh, and he avoided all those lawsuits. He did not comply with any judge's orders to submit 
uh, evidence and uh, just basic discovery stuff. So text messages, documents, mm. things like that. He didn't comply with any of it. So uh, basically, when the court dates rolled around, he was in default. He didn't even show up. See, so that's just lame. So yeah, he was found guilty is the wrong word because it's a civil case, but he was found culpable or responsible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so now what these hearings are, are really just an opportunity to decide how much he has to pay these families. But here's where it gets good. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, like any other savvy businessman, when you get sued and it looks like you're going to lose all your assets, you hide or give away all your assets. Mm -hmm. So suddenly, once he got sued, he declared bankruptcy, filed for bankruptcy. And these two or three spinoff companies that he had also filed for bankruptcy. So the families that were involved in the lawsuit actually dropped the spinoff companies from the lawsuit. Oh, to uh, so they could accelerate and, and go forward with the case because mm -hmm. he was claiming those companies were in bankruptcy court and that was going to delay the case. So they dropped those companies off of the lawsuit. Suddenly, those companies came out of bankruptcy court, lo and behold. But his main company, which is like Freedom Speaks or I don't know, something like that. Um, so that one is still he's claiming that he's bankrupt. Uh, yet he's brought in somewhere around 65 million that he's paid himself in the last He's paid himself $65 million in like the last eight years, six or eight years. Um, mm. Well, there's he's a special bankrupt. place for people like that. That's all I got to say. Just, yeah, nonetheless. I don't know. But I just, Alex I just, Jones is a really interesting character. And I saw a little documentary about him about, I don't know, two months ago. Oh. And it was he was interviewing people from way back in his past, like high school, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And they were like, yeah, he was a freak all the way back then. And he would get in these tirades and just get embroiled with rage and get so angry. Get this, Tracy, that mm -hmm. his tongue would turn black. Ew, that's gross. I, I don't know what that's about, but I think the guy's possessed. Well, th that would be one thing. I just... I just think we need to put like some good, healthy stuff into the world and some solutions more, more important, which, you know, Alex, that's what we're about here is solutions, solving some of the world's problems. All right. What solutions you got now? Well, um, the biggest uh, fraud that I can see, cause you know, I, uh, I, I'm just, I just see what's out there and report back. Uh, and you know, it's summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know how I like my desserts. Because oh, I come over to your house boy. looking for dessert frequently, don't I? Yeah. Well, you know, there are no desserts over here, so you don't do that. Usually it's the red hot blues that you just mm -hmm. abscond. I, I like those. But every now and then, you know, you got the chocolate. I do like that. And why and, is it you can't just buy, buy a bag of chips yourself? It tastes better at someone else's house. Anyway. Okay. So uh, <laughs> the thing you told me like 10 years ago, I don't want to be a chip owner. I just want to be a chip eater. Oh, okay. Don't want to be a chip owner. <laughs> that sounds like something I would say. Okay. So here's the deal. Uh, and I believe this this to be uh, uh, one of the frauds out there right now. Choco tacos. You ever had a choco taco? I have not. Is that like a sandal taco? No, it's like a it's like a taco, but it's ice cream. It's like an ice cream taco. Okay. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden they discontinued them. What a surprise! Ice cream and taco shells weren't going over so no, well. No, the the shell is like a like a like um candy cone. shell. It's like a, okay. it's like an ice cream cone. Mm -hmm. And anyway, so they're selling millions of these and they decide to suddenly discontinue them in the middle of the summer because of supply chain issues. And um, there uh, I think this is a publicity stunt to sell more Choco Tacos because they're exploring the options of bringing it back already. It's been it's been about two weeks since we've lost the Choco Taco. 
<clears throat> and when's the last time you had your Choco Taco? Mm, it's been a long time. I prefer drumsticks. Oh, okay. That's the, uh, yeah, that's the, I know the thing. Is that, that's like the Nutty Buddy. Mm, I don't know. I've never had a Nutty Buddy. Maybe. Well, it's the, it's the ice cream cone with the nuts all over the top, right? Yeah. You peel and the, the paper and, off of and it. And the best part, though, is the chocolate down in the bottom of the cone. Oh, there's chocolate down there. I don't oh, know yeah. if I ever made it that far down. Oh, well, uh, did, did you guys ever have the Chip Witch? Did that make it to your neighborhood? Chip Witch, yes. So I remember when that came out and they had trucks that would go around, ice cream trucks that would go around to, you know, places where you'd want ice cream, uh -huh, yeah. you know, the swimming pools, stuff like that, wherever mm -hmm. kids were. And this would have been back in the early 80s, late 70s, something uh -huh. like that. And we were very excited about the chip, which that was the new cool ice cream to have. Yeah. And then it went into stores and I think it's still around. It probably is, but there's a lot of them now. Like Nestle has their sandwich. I mean, they're all good. I, I, I like. I'm just saying the Choco Taco not available, and I think it's a stunt. So, um, other, <laughs> it's a uh, scam. It's a taco scam. Other, other scams. <laughs> other scams. Let's talk about them. I got a list of them. Um, what do you think about Brittany Griner? Oh, so you know she accidentally brought some pot with her to Russia, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. So what are they going to do? Are they no, going to prisoner let's, trade let's her talk out? About Let's talk about Brittany Griner for people who haven't been following. She is a, a WNBA player now. She also played college ball at Baylor. Mm -hmm. She is six foot nine, six foot nine. And um, she gets to play or to up to recently. Um, uh, the WNBA players go to Europe in the mm -hmm. summers to, or sorry, in the winters to, to play and, and they get millions over there. They get a lot more than they get over here. Mm. And uh, so, so she went over there accidentally had a bunch of marijuana oil vape cartridges in her bag was it a bunch in. or was it just like a small supply it uh, well i don't know when it comes to ounces and marijuana you know i'm not into all that i, but I thought it was just like a personal supply but yeah it anyway. wasn't it wasn't for sale like okay. it wasn't yeah anyway so now uh, she's been in custody since february uh-huh and the trial is going on right now and we haven't heard much from her except she did take responsibility for it however she they want to give her 10 years 10 so years there's also season. talk on the table about a prisoner swap for yes her. prisoner swap and you know who the u.s decided they're going to trade for who Brittany grant a russian arms dealer who is detained over here right okay russian arms versus basketball player yeah i, I hear you know. but it, they, they were two on our list. We, so we one? get two for one. Uh, the other one is the uh, retired Marine or the former Marine uh, who was just living over there and they accused him of spying. Uh, it, it appears to be a complete fabricated case, but what do I know about it? But we're looking at getting them both back. Well, apparently the offer has been put on the table and still not accepted because they're going through her trial. And I just think that, uh, well, and the other problem is Brittany was one of the people who would kneel or not want the national anthem played at, before her games. And um, I don't know, she, maybe she'll have a change of heart on that because she sure wants the U.S. to help her out now. Maybe she will. But, you know, kneeling is not disrespecting the anthem in any way. Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying maybe she'll, it's, what am I saying? I mean, why do we stand up and put our hands over the heart during the anthem? I'll tell you why is because someone told us to when we were little. Exactly. But there's really no good reason other than that. Is there? No, I can't think some of one people th so, some people think it's it's respecting the flag, which it is. Well, so, I mean, when you meet somebody that deserves respect, you should you stand up and put your hand over your heart? Well, that's what I do when I go over to your house. 
<laughs> no, that's really, that's more like, a, oh my God, I can't believe what I just walked into and I'm not sure my heart's still beating. <laughs> that's more what that's in line with. But I mean, think about it. What So that that's tradition uh, that you stand up and you put your hand over your heart. And of course, you know, you want to respect the flag and respect mm-hmm. the country and, you know, who doesn't respect those things. But mm-hmm. uh, the fact that you don't put your hand over your heart, is that, you know, are you stepping on the flag? I mean, what what is that? It doesn't actually accomplish anything. So when somebody kneels down, I don't understand the problem with that. It's just, it's just, it's, it's a different way to go about making a statement. Okay. So they got a statement to say, and Mm -hmm. the other side of that coin is that you don't have a place to make a statement that's disrespecting our country. Ironically, the country is founded on the idea that you're free to say whatever the hell you want, as long as you're not defaming people from Sandy Hook. I'm just saying she may like the U.S. a little bit more than what she thought. Well, let's hope so. And let's hope mm-hmm. that we get her and the Marine back. I'd love to have them back. Um, speaking of uh, of Russia, are, are you aware of their um, their Chernobyl adventures? <laughs> well, now wait. So, so in Russia, they had the um, they they took over Chernobyl, which is actually in Ukraine. Um, in Ukraine, right? right? But then they figured out they didn't know how to run it, so they so they kept all the workers there. Yeah. Who were getting sick and showing signs of radiation poison. Yeah. So they had to be shipped home. And now yeah. they're like, well, maybe we should just pull out of here and let them have it back, which right. is basically what they've done. Yeah. Anything <laughs> else you know over there? Well, my understanding is that apparently it's um that it's not being managed actively because it's, you know, it's not stable and the yeah. area is not stable. So uh so yeah, it's it's a nuclear reactor on the verge of well, wait a minute, it may not be Chernobyl, because I don't know if Chernobyl's active or not, but there's one over there yes that is not being managed it's one of the largest ones i can't remember if it's russia or ukraine but um it's not being managed it's on the verge of a meltdown it's, oh wow it's yeah well yeah, yeah there they're is looking another at nutri- one nuclear disaster there. yeah yeah there is another one over there and it's because chernobyl is shut down but they there's problems there as well but did you know you can in, in chernobyl is a tourist destination now um not for me it isn't not for me either but there's a nightclub there you can go dancing <laughs> mm-hmm. and they don't have any lights on but you glow all night so it just works yeah, it out doesn't fine. Matter. yeah it's all yeah. good it's all good okay other i got some good news for you though. oh oh okay all right how about just off the coast of belize recently uh some fishermen accidentally brought up from the deep in the ocean what they believe to be a greenland shark you ever heard of a Greenland shark? Uh, no, but I have seen sharks off the coast of Belize. Tell me about uh, the Greenland shark, and then I'll tell you about my shark. Okay, I'd never heard of them either. This was this was kind of an eye opener for me, but it's a little bit fascinating. So these are potentially the oldest vertebrates on the planet. Oh, we and, and I mean in terms of what their lifespan is, it's estimated that they can live up to five hundred years old. Nobody really knows because they're rarely seen. They prefer cold water, so they usually stick up in the Arctic. Mm -hmm. uh, And then they they do come down to tropical areas, but they stay, you know, as far down, like anywhere between 2,000 and 7,000 feet deep. And it's estimated that they only grow like a third of an inch a year, but they can get up to 20 feet long. So that is a big boy shark. Mm-hmm. And they pulled the shark up and it had a different look to it and different skin than any of anyone on the boat had ever seen. They were looking for tiger sharks, apparently. 
and it was kind of mottled and they said that the skin just looked really old and kind of blackish mm -hmm. and uh they'd never seen anything like this but they you know they took measurements and photographs and whatever and then cut him loose but they think it was the elusive greenland shark well i just thought that was kind of cool let me tell you about sharks in belize so uh you know we did our honeymoon in belize did you okay you remember that back seven, seven years ago? Yeah, yeah, we did our honeymoon in Belize and I decided that we needed a snorkel tour out to the because they have the second largest reef barrier reef like Australia is the first one. Belize is the second one. And well, that's they really have hard it. to Belize. <laughs> uh-huh got that see what i did there uh, yeah. Yeah. anyway uh, <laughs> i'm gonna ignore that <laughs> and believe me so the, <laughs> the i i got us a snorkel tour because i wanted to go out there okay so it's and, and and i didn't know a lot about it but i wanted to see some sharks that's what i wanted to to see and it turns out this was a two-stop snorkel tour you wanted to go snorkeling with the sharks yeah were you up were you were you unhappy with the wedding at that point <laughs> i wanted to push did Matt you just want to end happened. it at that point <laughs> no and so and so everything was going good but so so it's me matt and we're in this low boat with this uh, one guy from uh san diego and our guide and our guide was the kind of guy he was just the kind of guy you'd want to take you on a local snorkel tour right because because his feet you could see his feet like he's dark skin and you could see his feet like had probably never been in regular shoes like just flip-flops his whole life like he mm -hmm. had that kind of look and uh so we go out to the first stop and we snorkel around and everything's good and uh, i mean it was amazing and then we're on our way to the second stop or it, which is where the sharks are supposed to be okay except but on the way there, the guide sees a fisherman over there that he knows who who somehow signals to him that there's huge turtles under his boat. So the guide's like, hey, do you want to stop and see these huge turtles? Mm -hmm. And we were like, OK, cool. So we hop in the water and sure enough, there are these turtles, probably about as old as these sharks you're talking about. Yeah, so the big like sea tortoises, the, yeah, they're like huge. the massive guys, yeah, and they get so old, they get hundreds of years old. Don't yeah, they? it's probably as old. There's probably friends with the shark that he that they pulled up. Anyway, so they uh, everything's going good. We're snorkeling around, snorkel, snorkel, snorkel. Everything's good. Now, um, then something happens, and this turtle gets animated, and he swims right up to the guide, who is not far from us, and they get in some kind of underwater battle and all i see is elbows and flippers and bubbles everywhere and then the the guide all of a sudden has his hand out of the water and he's trying to swim back over to the boat the turtle has swum up and just bit the guide and it almost bit his hand in two because no kidding yes and and i'm just thinking all right i gotta who loses a fight with a turtle? This guy did. And so we get into like, the boat. Like, that's, you can't even tell your friends about that. You're never going to live that down. I don't know how it happened. I really don't. It's, this is Sam. He gets beat up by turtles. I know. <laughs> and so we get in the boat, and the guy is just bleeding terribly from his hand. But he wants to be professional. So he's trying to tape it all up and, and drive us to the shark stop. Now, remember, in Belize, there is a law that says if you are in this area with the reef you have to be in the water with a guide you cannot be there alone without okay. a guide 
Yeah. Cause it, cause now to be fair, there is a little current there. It's actually a pretty big current. And so you, it's not the worst law. Okay. Anyway, I know that this is a shark stop. I know sharks like blood and I'm supposed to now at this point go in the water with a bleeding guide and sharks that he's just chummed. Absolutely. Get in there. Just you want to keep about 20 feet away from where the blood is. No, no. I looked at at the guide and I looked at the sharks who he just chummed and he's like, you're going to get in. And I'm like, nope. Nope." (laughs) (laughs) All right. How far away can the shark smell the blood? I think miles. How the blood has to get to them. I don't know how that works. All I'm saying <laughs> it has to get to them I'm somehow. Is that <laughs> I, here I am, this bucket list thing. I'm halfway across the world in Belize, uh-huh. and I decide to not swim with the sharks. And they say, "Oh, there's nurse sharks. They won't bite." That is the biggest bunch of. Guys. Oh, they're just I, here to help you out with your IV and you know yeah, check your blood totally, pressure. That's totally, totally. So anyway, nobody in the boat wants to go in because this guide has to go in. It's all bloody, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so we go back. He gives everyone a coke, and we go back to the shore. And this is our second to last day in Belize. And I was so upset about this that I went back down to the little beach hut and I plunked down another, I don't know, what was it, $150 or whatever, to go back out on the same tour the next day and Mm -hmm. swim with the sharks. And did you get a different guide or was the same guy? We got a different guide. And it was only, it was actually really two stops at this point. And did he have both hands? He had both hands, but then he okay. chums the sharks and here they all come, chomp, 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 chomp. Why, why are they chumming the sharks and then you're going to get in the water with them? Yeah, that's what they do. And and, <laughs> and so he chums the sharks and he goes, uh, all right, let's get in. And I just stand there, right? And, he <laughs> and, and Matt, Matt uh, looks at me, he's like, you're going in? And I, and I look at Matt and I'm like, uh, <laughs> and like you go first. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, it, it worked out and uh, I did get to swim with the sharks down there. But man, yeah, crazy times in Belize. But it is beautiful. It you is know, beautiful if, if the if the sharks had actually gotten Matt, uh, that, if they that had would have made them the chupacabra. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and uh, you yeah. could you could it could be inferred that I chummed my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what they're for. I know. You just want to test the waters. That's the whole idea. He looks tastier than me anyway. (laughs) Um, Okay. So speaking of other beautiful places, uh, Florida. Oh, Lord. And DeSantis is is priming the waters for his Republican run against Trump in the primary, which will be pretty interesting. Do you think he's going to DeSantis is going to run for president? Absolutely. And uh, well, he's going to run in the primary. And uh, I don't I don't have any real doubts about that. They'll they'll make a decision after the, you know, we're 100 days out from the midterms and they'll make a decision at that point uh, based on the lay of the land. But I think it's it's seven to three that, yeah, he'll be in that primary. And I think it's probably 50 50 that he could take Trump out. He's got a respectable shot. at it. Well, here's let's talk about respect and DeSantis. So there's this other little. No, no, I don't. Those two of, words don't go in the same well, sentence exactly. in my book. So, but so, I think he could I think he could actually defeat Trump. He's just Trumpy enough that he could defeat Trump. Well, here's what he did lately. And this may sway some people either toward him or against him. I don't know. Like I said, I'm just seeing what's out there and reporting back. So Alex, um, when you think of Florida and you think of dessert on your Florida vacation, what what do you want? What do you eat? Hearts of palm. Hearts of palm. Fried okra. That's not even a dessert. Uh, Key lime pie. 
Exactly. Key lime pie. And do you know what the brand new official dessert of Florida is? Uh, Choco taco. No, uh, no, it's not a Choco taco. <laughs> it is strawberry shortcake. Thanks to DeSantis. What? Exactly. What is that story? <laughs> okay. So uh, apparently, I'm, I'm going to call this corruption. Uh, the These big uh, strawberry lobby. We're calling them <laughs> strawberry. Isn't that like a big Christian run store for uh, your hobby equipment or something? No, the strawberry lobby. That's hobby lobby. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Big strawberry got DeSantis and uh and they made strawberry shortcake the official dessert of Florida. And uh the key lime pie people are very, very up in arms. <clears throat> Why on earth? Well, I guess they do grow a lot of strawberries down there, but it's money. It's big strawberry. Big strawberry is coming. Big from strawberry is taking over the whole state. That's Thanks crazy. To DeSantis. Yeah. Here comes yeah. the strawberry. I'm envisioning a strawberry. He's, you know, basically dressed up and, and he comes busting through the wall like the Kool-Aid man. Like, here I am. <laughs> My state now. <laughs> I, I think I think of strawberry. He's all pissed that. off like Alex Jones and he's fuming it out of his ears. <laughs> he's like, I am strawberry man. I will not be messed with. <laughs> I see, see, I think of strawberry shortcake. I had one of those little dolls when I was growing up. It smells like strawberry. <laughs> all right. So a little bit of social justice. You ready? I'm ready. Remember Brianna Taylor, Louisville, Kentucky? Uh wait, remind me. So uh, police had a no-knock warrant for oh, some guy who apparently was dealing drugs who mm -hmm. used to be her boyfriend or something like that and used to use her address. Mm -hmm. So uh, they busted in um, and the, her, I guess her boyfriend, well, anyway, so they ended up shooting up the entire apartment, mm -hmm. killed her. She was asleep in bed. Now, Brianna Taylor, she was a EMT or paramedic, I'm not sure, okay. uh, working for emergency services. And yeah, you know, it was the middle of the night. She was in bed asleep. They bust in and they were shooting through the outside walls into her apartment or oh. condo uh -huh. yeah, and killed her and I think wounded her boyfriend, something like that. Four of those officers have been arrested and charged. Oh, with a litany of charges, but related to basically incompetence. Mm -hmm. um, so that one feels pretty good. And that's been a couple of years, I think, since that case came up. But to hear that something is actually happening with that, that this girl, you was shot in her bed while asleep. You know, she's maybe there'll be a little bit of justice for her. I don't know. I hope so, man. I hope so. I mean, our cops do the best they can, but man, got to be a little more certain. Everybody um, makes mistakes. I think the key is just to take responsibility and say, you know, sometimes we screw going. up. Yeah, Nothing wrong yeah. with that. Well, uh, you know who is uh, not taking responsibility for something here? Uh, pop star Shakira faces uh -oh. a fraud trial in Spain. Really? Asking for eight years in prison. They might put her in prison with... Uh, Brittany Griner, it's about the same. Shakira? Uh, yeah. Uh, the Spanish government wants $4.8 million for taxes between 2012 and 2014. She has rejected a settlement deal and wants to go to trial. So, so if someone wants to go to trial, you know that they're pretty sure that they're not guilty. Or they think they can win one way or, or the other. Well, yeah. Yeah, well those, don't, those are uh, sometimes go hand in hand. Sometimes. Huh. Yeah. Well, can I take it back to Florida for a minute? Mm-hmm. Um, they are just starting off the annual Florida Python challenge. Oh, I you don't want to that? that. No, I'm you not sure? Yeah, I think you could compete. You could medal. No. Yeah. So it's 10 days and the objective is to capture as many pythons, uh, specifically Burmese pythons, uh, as you can in the 10 day period. Last year's winner pulled in 41 pythons. 
Now, bear in mind, Burmese python, I mean, those can get up to 18 feet. Do you have to take. find the python yourself? Oh, yeah. That's the idea because it's an invasive go? species. You, you go down. Oh, it's an invasive species. Do you, where do you go? Do you go like to your neighbor's house or do you go like. Do to, you not know about the python infestation problem in Florida? It sounds like I'm never going to go to Florida again if you tell me. I think if they could just get the pythons into the strawberry fields, we can take care of big strawberry. <laughs> we get rid of the pissed off Alex Jones dressed up like the high sea man who's busting through the walls. And um yeah, maybe we could get them to swallow DeSantis at the same time. Oh we God. solve so many problems. And, no, but anyway, um, so uh, so yeah, Burmese pythons. This so back in the seventies and eighties, these were common pets, and they're really cute when they're two, three, four feet, and then they start getting really big. No, and they don't want to just eat rats and mice anymore. Now they want to eat like gophers. No, no, not they want to eat your dog and your cat. So yeah, they would get big. So people would just release them into the wild. And uh, and they since they don't have any natural predators out there, and they lay between 50 and 100 eggs per season, oh. they took off rapidly. And now you're getting to the point where I mean, these things are eating alligators. No kidding, but they're eating everything out there and there's nothing that threatens their existence in any way. So they're just going to overrun the entire area, which is what they've been doing. So, uh, so yeah, there's been a, um, a, a bounty. I think that the state pays a couple million dollars a year just in bounties for people to go out there and catch steaks. And they have a reality show about this. I'm a little surprised you haven't tuned in. I'm not going to because ever. No, really. It's, it's guys speaking English in the South that's so distorted they have to have subtitles just like the appalachian the, the, guys the that alligator are, show i've seen that yeah it's just like that it's the same thing and oh. we're i mean even you and i growing up in the south we might even need the the subtitles on that sucker i needed them when i watched honey boo boo but they they had them on <laughs> i need them when they have somebody who's from uh like louisiana where mm -hmm. they've got kind of the french cajun influence yep, yep. Mm -hmm. i don't understand that one but anything to the east of that i can usually follow Oh. even deep into Appalachia. But nonetheless, so yeah, it is the uh, the annual Florida Python Challenge has just begun. And um, yeah, you got 10 days to beat the magic number of 41 pythons. I think you should go down there and have one squeeze around your neck because isn't your neck hurting you? My neck is fine. Thank you. It's not. I thought you went to some, I, I thought when you brought that up, you're going to talk about how, how you worked with a python tamer to help your neck. You know, so I had to come up with, all right, I'll, I'll back into the story and, and give you the short version. Uh, twisted my neck up a couple of nights ago or a couple of weeks ago. Uh, got a really bad pinched nerve in my shoulder that's, you know, make my left arm numb and all these other things. So, uh, and it's basically just a pinched nerve because one vertebra between my shoulder blades is twisted out of place and constricting things. And it was driving me See, nuts. Constricting like a python. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. um, so, you know, five or six visits to the Cairo. Usually that fixes it in one visit and I'm done. This one is apparently deep enough in there that it's really hard to move and it's not moving. So after not getting results from Cairo, uh, I eventually took matters into my own hands as I usually do. What could possibly go wrong? Everything. You're going to cook up some elixir in your backyard, aren't you? That's what so you did. that's I, I was in the backyard and it wasn't elixir, but it was an elixir involving a towel, a rope and a pull-up bar. And a python. There was no python, although that could help. A towel, a rope. This sounds bad. What happened? Yeah. So what I did was I cut a hole in the towel, put my face through the towel, wrapped it around my face. So the towel is underneath the chin and underneath the back of my head. And I tied the ends of the towel to a rope, threw that over my pull-up bar, held the rope and sat down. <laughs> 
What could possibly go wrong, Tracy? I don't know, but it looks like you made it through. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a word for that. It's called a good old-fashioned lynching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably appropriate, except there's a self-lynching. I'm just waiting for somebody to pop up into my backyard while I'm doing it and be like, self-lynching. there's so much to live for. Don't do it. <laughs> no, so what I'm you doing know? is just I'm, I'm applying a lot of traction to my neck, mm -hmm. and that has given me tremendous relief. Now, oh. I do not recommend that anybody out there follow my example and hang yourself from there's the pull-up bar. That's a bad, a bad idea. On this show to not follow, <laughs> that being one of them. So speaking of things, speaking of things that won't be on the show, including lynching, self-lynching, oh. um, I've been watching Inventing Anna. Have you seen that on Netflix? No. What it's is all it? about financial fraud and Anna Delvey, who uh, basically doesn't pay any of her bills or didn't pay any of her bills and almost got Wall Street to give her millions and millions of dollars for a club mm -hmm. she wanted to open up. Anyway, um, she is incarcerated with ICE right now. And I wanted to talk to her friend who she defrauded out of $62,000 who has a book out. And so I contacted her friend, Rachel. And those of you who've seen Inventing Anna will know who Rachel is. And Rachel will not come on our podcast. Why not? I don't know. She didn't give me a reason. Oh, oh, she just declined or did she not answer at all? She politely declined. Huh. Well, at least it was polite. Yeah, it was polite. So that was good. I'm on team Rachel. Maybe one day she'll come on the podcast. We can hear about hear about her being defrauded because it's really a drag but yeah for sure watch inventing anna it's good um other people who won't come on the podcast my new friend who i met at a party who is a tsa behavioral analyst uh-huh yeah and she i'm not going to tell you her name and we talked for an hour about her job and how she roams the airports looking for body language signs of fear in all of us a fear. Okay. Yeah. Specifically, what would those signs look like for somebody wandering the airport? Well, I couldn't get her to tell me. But you would know. Well, there's a lot of things that they look for. There, there could be anything, anything from uh, shifty eyes. I mean, it's a little bit difficult because you got to baseline people to really see a shift in, in what they're doing. So I don't know exactly what they're looking for. Uh, but yeah, there's teams that roam around and she roams around anywhere from the trains to the gates to the the guys delivering uh, water and food around to the back, the whole thing. Hmm. That's fascinating. It's too bad we don't know like a, I don't know, it, it would be helpful if we could have this broken down by somebody who like had experience as a body language expert. But I know a body language expert exactly is what we need. Yeah. Where can we get one of those? I know, I know. No, she, she, there was a lot she wouldn't tell me, but she was pretty fascinating. And did you know all these uh, January 6th guys that, mm -hmm. that they are now on the watch list. And so they're always, it, when they go to fly anywhere, they're going to get in, in women too. They're going to get double checked at their gate. You know, the only one that I really want to see have a hard time mm -hmm. is that real estate agent out of Texas who told everybody she's white and blonde. She's not going to jail. 
Oh yeah, the lady real estate agent. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. We'll see what happens to her. She's the only one that I really want to see burn in hell. <laughs> the rest of them, I'm, I'm less concerned with. But that's that one really ticked me off. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! All right. Well, we have solved many, many of the world's problems here and As created go, plenty and, of new ones. Yep. And well, there's that. Uh, but we have some really cool interviews coming up that I'm going to tease here. So, uh, one like of who? Them, what do we got? We got, um, let me get his name right, because I just talked to him this morning. Paul Roberts, FBI agent Paul Roberts is coming up, and he, get this, he was one of the lead investigators in the Bernie, Bernie Madoff Ponzi scheme. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. FBI. So, so I talked to him. It was, it's a long interview. I talked to him for a while and we got details, details. And then we got Marcy Masloff who mm -hmm. uh, all of a sudden, well, she found herself with a gun pointed to her head. Let's just say that. Corporate. You're just going to leave it there. Yeah. Cause I want, I want people to, it's a little bit of a cliffhanger. Okay. A little bit more information. What kind of case are we talking about? Uh, corporate fraud. Okay, so she found herself with a gun to her head in a corporate fraud case. Mm -hmm. That just got a whole lot more interesting. Cool. What else you got? That's what we got so far. Just those two? Mm -hmm. Well, that sounds pretty good. Why don't we go get on those right now? Let's go do it. Alex? Mm, hey, Tracy. I'm thirsty. Are you thirsty? I am. I got a, I've got a cup of uh, uh, green tea here. It's just not really hitting the mark. You know what I could really use? Mm-hmm. I could use a double espresso with a little bit of stevia. What about you? I, uh, I'm a mocha, mocha girl. Mocha. So you're into, the, well, <laughs> of course, because there's chocolate, right? Yeah. I like yeah. Um, coffee flavored sugar milk with chocolate. <laughs> That's basically what it is. I it like is. my chocolate cow. That's yeah. But, <laughs> I got but it. <laughs> you know how people can help us with our needs now. No, and, lay it on me. and they can help the podcast grow and they can buy us a cup of coffee now oh that would be amazing how do we do that well there is a link in the show notes that uh basically allows you to donate to the show to help uh because you know it's it's not free to do these and uh and, and i'm helps. expensive you are expensive you're the I only am. one making money here if we're honest <laughs> I'm, well, I'm wearing my expensive shirt, too. I see. Your shirt has a belly button hole. It's a breathing <clears throat> anyway. hole. We went over this. It's a blowhole. Right, right. So, But people can keep the craziness going and just buy us a cup of coffee. So just go to the link and you can do it. It's, it's $5 or, or uh, more because, you know, we're thirsty and we got a podcast. And we got bills to pay. We'd love to stay on the air and keep entertaining you guys, because frankly, we do this for uh, for our own purposes, simply because it's a lot of fun. And we hope that you guys get value out of it as well. If you want to show your support or just your appreciation, a cup of coffee would go a long way. Just click the link down in the show notes. And thanks so much from us. 